welcome back to Working Out, the podcast where we aim to look at a whole range of different subjects, which society really makes us feel like we should have figured out before we should. I'm Nicole, and today I'm joined again with my friend Georgia, who's making it her third time on the podcast (laughs) now. Um, But today we're going to cover the topic of, is social media creating too much of an unrealistic representation of everyday life? Something we feel like we know a lot about but a lot to learn as well so I've actually done a um, poll on my Instagram for this to actually get other people's views on it which I think is really helpful because obviously we only see a certain side of it don't we so it's really good to get everyone's opinion on it so I feel like where should we start with this topic Um, something maybe we see a lot of now which is ads Mm -hmm. on Instagram and how that contributes to this whole how real are these sponsored ads? Are these people? <laughs> yeah, and so to go in for anyone who doesn't know, a ad on Instagram is basically where someone has been paid to promote a product. Um, and sometimes it's a case of they've been sponsored by a brand, but a lot of the time it's also where they've actually been physically paid to yep. put a post out to promote that product. So whether it's Dove, whether it's... Protein, yeah, all sorts, <laughs> all sorts. It's for anything and everything. And technically, celebs, certain celebrities are giving it a really, I would say, bad name. Um, and we can maybe touch on some of the more controversial things we've seen, for example, skinny tea and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and how real that actually is. Um, but I know you was mentioning about certain things in terms of that topic and things that really. Oh my! Laptop. It just <laughs> again. With like it annoys me when, for instance, we both obviously get companies message us, don't we? We yeah. You get all sorts. You really do. Some really valuable ones, and yeah. some that are just some you don't actually know where they're going. For me, even quite big brands have messaged me, but they've mentioned as part of it you have to mention how good the product is which is something recently that you've experienced isn't it yeah and for me i literally it has to be real so i'm happy to try out a product and promote it if i like it if i don't like it i won't promote it it because i want it to be beneficial for the people seeing it i'm not just doing it for the the people who've chosen to follow you essentially yeah um it can get almost annoying when you see people posting you can see a certain brand has released a new product product. for instance and you can see you follow probably six or seven of their influencers and you'll get seven of the same posts of them holding this product yes which how real is that post it doesn't it doesn't show it in action it doesn't show no anything and obviously it gets a brand out there but to me that will never make me buy it if yes. i see someone stand there saying constructed oh, a constructed post I'm, I'm off to london today i'm taking my healthy protein bar with me it's like, how relevant is that like, I don't... or how aware how unaware do you think people are to think that that's not false i know and it's just i find most influence i find from instagram stories yeah. i don't sponsored posts don't 
really draw do me anything in. For no, you. no. And I'm more likely to unfollow people yeah. because of sponsored posts. And obviously, there's lot. There's a lot of backlash at the moment. With I've seen quite a few bloggers where it's blown up, but how realistic that actual image is. Like yeah. you said about someone taking a protein bar on the way to them to London. Maybe they do have that every day. But there's also things where it's a paid ad and you wonder how relevant it is to their everyday to life. Their, yeah. And if they do actually ever use it. And or... again, and then that kind of touches on what we're actually talking about. And that idea of, is that realistic. so unrealistic that... It's making us all feel like we're going crazy because we don't have that. Or even the concept of the way we take images. You know, we take images to look a certain way. Yeah. We don't want... We wouldn't show Well, if everything. you look at fitness Instagrams and the images, they all pose the same way. Yeah. Everyone has the same pose. It's the standing side on, popping your hip out, popping your bum out. Yeah, yeah. Hand on your hip. That is the pose everyone does. And I even do it. I'll take probably 60 photos and pick out one. One. Because it has... To me, I feel pressure to match that to how... Everyone else looks. Everyone else looks. So... And how realistic is how everyone else looks. Again, it's kind of... It all interlinks in some way, doesn't it? I think with the ad side of it as well... um, it's da- it can be dangerous. So yeah. I don't know. Did you see that whole stuff with Holly? Is it Holly Hagen? Hagen? She's out sure. Geordie Shore. Holly Hagen. Hagen. That's it. Yes, <laughs> Hagen. Um, she promoted. I think it was skinny tea detox. It was a detox cleanse yeah. anyway. And she promoted it, and as did. Kim Kardashian with the she did the lollipops. The didn't lollipops she? and, then and there's like gummy they, sweets. The <laughs> lollipops were. Literally, they were called appetite suppressants. So she's essentially telling everyone that it's okay to suppress your appetite, which must drive people who are actually experienced in that industry or people that actually have knowledge on how that impacts your body or people that have gone through eating disorders or people... Like, the impact of that, with her following blew my mind because again similar to the holly situation promoting something how real is that what they're promoting do they actually use them products probably not what because i don't know i wouldn't say i know even a massive amount about fitness or health i just stick to the basics yeah and i full well know you don't have to splash out on all these stupid weight loss things like anything like weight watchers and things like that they annoy me because it doesn't have to be that complicated it's so easy to eat healthy and that's coming from someone who's been overweight i've been there having pizzas every day nando's four days a week things like that i've done that and i've managed to like train myself to eat healthily but i still enjoy myself yes so is the actual problem the lack of awareness around it. Yeah, definitely. And obviously the whole kind of concept of the fact that even today, businesses are making money from us by making us feel insecure. Yeah, so they feed on the fact that people don't know the, the, information. the information. And so similar to cellulite, 
we that's a big topic people try and cover Get all sorts of products from yeah that and they you know we're still seeing products saying reduce your cellulite or yeah and it's actually scientifically proven women are more prone than men because of cells and all that kind of thing yeah but also that you physically can't really remove it you can reduce you can reduce it to a certain extent in terms of training and toning but also when did we actually say okay cellulite's not normal and we should remove it airbrushing (laughs) airbrushing yeah so and you know and to think that that's been going on for so many years and it's only now i think this year or maybe even late last year that asos decided okay we're not going to airbrush it out anymore yeah and then obviously it's misguided as well misguided stretch marks yeah and and they did they did a big campaign on it but again, it's that false sense of reality that social media has an impact on. Yeah. That there are going to be girls out there and men who look at Kim Kardashian as an absolute idol. I don't know why. No, yeah, same goes. <laughs> same, but I mean, that's just I've me. never seen the obsession, but... Um, but who look up to her and have watched her series since they began. Yeah. And the minute she has a picture with a lolly that tells you it's going to suppress your appetite, well, people feel like they've hit the jackpot because they don't have yeah. to do much to lose weight. They just... But it's so dangerous. The thing is, you always start with the easiest options yes. first. Yeah, Trial Because when error. I started, I did all sorts of things. Like I used to skip meals. Um, I always thought that you weren't allowed to eat in the evenings or yeah. wouldn't eat in the evenings. Yes, yeah. Which is a big thing that I think like people feel. Protein World had that protein shake that you replace your meals with. So it's like Slender Blend, I think. Yeah. Um, and I used to, I, I remember actually buying that and I replaced my breakfast with it and I hated it. Like I hated the taste of it. Yeah. But I was like, well, it's, it obviously works. Yeah. Because so it, I still did it. I still had it. And. I did all those ridiculous things to start with until I found Instagram. And actually Instagram is where I learned what you can, yeah. shouldn't eat or what what is normal. Yeah. Which generally, it's not hard. No. Like eating healthy is not hard at all. So is that kind of, in terms of what we're talking about and obviously the idea that we know there's damaging content, but you got to a point where you were aware yeah. of what didn't work. So by the time you went on Instagram... You knew that the content that was unrealistic and that added to a very unrealistic everyday life of what you should do or could do, you already knew that that content would be damaging because you've already tried it before. Whereas, I guess, for someone who hadn't tried it before, they wouldn't know, they wouldn't yeah. know the difference. And then that's it's one where of the, the main comes. reasons I actually wanted to do a fitness Instagram because there's obviously you have your standard fitspos, all those people. Yeah. But a lot of them fail to show you that everyday life is in, for instance, me, I probably have a takeaway once a week. Yeah. I out for dinner at least and once I never, a week. I never knew that wasn't normal. No. I think that's like, when I hear people saying, try to rest, rest, the restrict thing is, yeah. is crazy. But when I hear people saying, it's okay to have a takeaway once a month, I'm thinking, oh, last <laughs> well, time I checked, <laughs> it was okay to have it once a week. Yeah. You don't. It's so silly how... I just don't like the word diet. I no. Think that's the thing. Diet culture is a problem in itself anyway. Yeah. So it's just... 
a matter of ignoring all those silly marketing methods. They're literally just money making schemes. Yeah. yeah. But people will promote them. That's the thing. There's so many huge influencers that will promote them just yeah. because they're getting paid to. And and they don't even use them themselves. No. But because there's money involved. Yeah. So you have to be aware of what is real and what isn't. What isn't. Yeah. And actually, that's... And we've spoke about this a lot. Um, we know a few people who are personal trainers and stuff like yeah. that. They have said that this is what is making their job hard. Harder, yeah. Because essentially they are qualified. They've taken time to learn about nutrition. They've taken time to learn money. about things. It's cost them money, yeah. And then you've got brands that are willing to make people feel so crap about themselves that they'll buy into what they're selling. Yeah. And essentially that's what it is. But with no actual real evidence that it works. Works, yeah. And actually more evidence to suggest that it has worse long-term effects. But for someone going onto Instagram and seeing it, they're going to think it's real because if Kim Kardashian said it, it, it must be legit. Yeah, I remember... My previous job, there was a woman who she was getting married, and she wanted to lose weight for a wedding. Yeah. So she bought the meal replacement shakes. I've seen and so the, many people do it. The idea is you replace one meal a day, and that's it. But she was replacing two meals a day, so at work she wouldn't eat. She'd just have two shakes and drink. I think she said three liters of water with it. And the thing is. In your head, how can you be fooled to think that a drink is Would going have. to keep you healthy? How can a drink physically have the nutrition that should be in eggs on toast or yeah. Weetabix? Yeah. Or but also, it's not possible. But also, what's wrong with having that eggs on toast? Yeah. But then that's... You're made to believe that carbs are bad. But then that's the like twist that. side of it as well. Not so much the brand side of it, but people on Instagram, accounts, big accounts, have made us feel like bread isn't okay. Yeah. Or we shouldn't have this much of so much. And like you said, a lot of influencers don't show when they have a takeaway or they don't show no, they when don't. they have something naughty. They don't show naughty. when they have a drink or and, anything and like that. And, and I say naughty, but actually that's the wrong word because nothing's naughty. Everything in eat moderation eat, yeah. is good. But... The word naughty and cheat meals comes from how I've been experienced from Instagram accounts. So, again, similar, where you've got these brands that are making you feel like you need something. In the same respect, a lot of influencers, are they helping that? Because they're not actually showing things, you know, that we need to feel normal. And then, again, we're striving for something that isn't there. Do you know, it'd actually be interesting to get a fitness influencer or or even one of us to do it for a week, trial some of these stupid things and show people what actually happens, how you feel. So just record actually how you're feeling. So for me, it'd probably be, I'm still starving. Yeah. (laughs) Because I want pizza. I know it sounds sounds silly, but everybody is different. Like every person's body functions a little bit differently. Yeah. So... What works for me, and this is Might why, not work for yes, me, yeah, yeah, and so where 
you know, you have all these different diets that people recommend. And, mm. for example, low-carb diets and high-fat. Yeah, I've or, tried those, yeah. Or, you know, all of them physically might not work for me like they work for you. But yet we consume this content online mm-hmm. that makes us feel like we should be doing it. And again, that's adding to that unrealistic thing that no brand actually kind of openly says, well, it might have worked for Holly, it might have worked for Kim, but it might but not it might work, work for, you. for you. Yeah. And actually, realistically, if we put bets on it, relatable is that probably across the whole board? You know, even just to the ones that promote Dove or promote shampoo or promote how Some real of them are really is it? Straightened chocolate. Yeah, how real is it? And how damaging is it for all of us to consume that kind of content? Because when you're aware of it, when you've got an account like we have, we can obviously see that the difference you know what's real and yeah. what isn't yeah. and what to believe but some people don't and yeah. i know a lot of people i mean the amount of people i know that have tried shakes and stuff like, yeah. i mean i've tried them my sister's tried them yeah. that girl at work tried them yeah and it's just a mad thing i know like four or five people that tried them and, and that's not out worked. of the whole yeah. population of the world how many people actually buy into, buy into them it. yeah because essentially it's all, that whole again on a slightly more different topic but the, the the same again what we're talking about but there's again that whole like we've spoken about many times that the fitness industry on social media has a massive impact now yeah, massive definitely. influence probably more so than Any anything other. i know yeah um and again i feel like they add to a very unrealistic representation of fitness and yet that's okay because I see people all the time who are trying to start a weight loss journey or trying to get active, start the gym. However, if I put myself in their shoes and thought about going on Instagram, which obviously is the most familiar platform for us personally, and to read posts that tell you that you almost have to go five times a week to make progress or you have to go every single day to make progress and use words such as regression when you haven't when you're not going as many times or use words such as fluffy when you've put on a little put a pound pound or two in and still you're part of the leaner side of a fitness community how damaging is that and how real are those words that people are using because actually if I was someone who just tried to so for example if I went to the doctors and said to them how active do I need to be how active I need to be to be healthy is very different to what fitness Instagram tells us because essentially I know people who have gone on a huge weight loss journey and they've gone twice a week three times a week yet had they gone on Instagram, they'd probably feel pretty shit because they'd feel like they're not going as much as they should to make progress. And that's where the accountability of these posts come in because how honest are we being? Because we're in a bubble. So essentially we're consumed by that bubble. I like to think I'm out of that bubble. I feel like you are out of that bubble. Yeah. But I see posts where five times enough 
five times a week isn't, isn't enough. enough. Or, for example, cardio isn't good enough. So, for example, there's this whole weightlifting trend now. Yeah, that, that trend annoys me because obviously I understand cardio isn't for every isn't for everybody but the idea for me is to be physically fit not necessarily to well I want to look good the aesthetics is great but for me I actually want to be fit alongside it yeah so a lot of these weightlifters you'd probably be surprised if you asked them to go for a run yeah they probably wouldn't be able to do it because I know that weightlifting does to an extent help your cardiovascular system I know that yeah but Cardio is just as important as weight. Yes, but there's because th- this kind of moves on to the other kind of thing we wanted to chat about, and that's all these posts that are Instagram versus reality mm-hmm. comparisons of progress, and fitting into that the whole idea. I remember there was this whole trend that went on for absolutely ages, where it was a picture of someone compared to a picture of them now or whatever. Yeah. It might have been months ago now, but. One of them was cardio, one of them was weights. Yeah. The cardio side was them saying, this is where I was at and this wasn't as good. Whether they admit to that or not, by by putting it as an older post, you're essentially saying that you're better off now. That's what the posts are for. They're basically saying, I weightlift now and I'm so much happier and this is what it actually did for me. And it's almost undermining... Cardio. The th- yeah, the thing is, everyone trains completely differently. Yeah. For instance, like, like, um, was it Zoe did? Zoe did a post, didn't she? And it was about a different types of training that you three do. You, yes, Tally, yeah. and Zoe. So yeah, so Zoe and Tally are two other fitness accounts that yeah. we, um, we're really good friends with as well on the side. So yes, yeah, they do similar content like that. Because Zoe was saying how she does cardio mostly, doesn't yeah. she? In like one she or two weeks. Yeah. Whereas Tally is full on weights. Yeah. And you're like weights and cardio. Yeah. And it's literally, there is no type of training. No wrong should... way of training. Yeah. But then if someone sets up an Instagram and did it all based on cardio, nobody would be interested. No. It's the whole, it's the gaining weight is cool yeah. trend. Yeah. Um, that I think everyone's got latched onto. And it's, and like you say, it's making those people that, are trying to create an active lifestyle yeah feel like they're not meeting the expectations and again it's unrealistic because you wouldn't you wouldn't go (laughs) i know this is so extreme but you wouldn't go over to mo farah and say you're not very successful (gasps) you need to lift some more weight you need to lift some weight because he's an inspiration he is incredible in what he does but yet that's not that's not cool enough on instagram or whatever and I think that's so problematic in itself that we're made to feel like one thing is more superior than another. And, um, ouch, (coughs) sorry. Um, Another thing that angers me is when I work hard at the gym, I sweat. I understand not everyone sweats. I literally, I'm excessive. Yeah. I'm an excessive sweater. Um, But I work really hard. Yeah. So if I post a workout video and I'm remotely sweaty, I'm like, oh, people won't want to watch that. Yeah. Because that's real. I full well know that fitness influencers, the big ones, they film it all pre-hand, and then they do their workout. Yeah. Like, I've seen that in their vlogs, they say they do that. Which is unrealistic. So, yeah, so that's not real. They're not showing any sweat, like, any signs of sweat. They've all got their hair, like, 
beautifully like pulled back and yeah. everything. And there's me like dripping bright red with like a messy bun. And, and it makes you feel like you've got to compromise what yeah. you want to do. And it makes me think I can't post when I look like that because I'm like, well, that's not what people want to see. They want to see perfect. Yeah, perfect well, because they which want is, to look like them. Which is absolutely mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, because essentially fitness is not shouldn't be for what you look like yeah yeah okay you can have goals you can want to do things that's absolutely fine but bottom line fitness getting into fitness should hopefully have a bit more value than that it Mm -hmm. should be you know for me it was to reduce my anxiety for you it's to get stronger and fitter it's okay to want to change things about yourself in terms of want if you want to lose weight however Again, it's that unrealistic representation that they go to the gym and they look like they do through the workout videos they show and it's Which actually not a real representation of what they actually do. Yeah. And again, that's another thing, obviously, which people are trying to tackle on Instagram and social media. So we see a lot now of real versus Instagram, Instagram mm-hmm. posts. Something I do... Something that, questionably, people think is overrated or overused, which I definitely understand. To a to a degree, I understand. But I also think that it's because, at some point, this was a trend. Yeah. And people started doing it. When I do it now, it's because I feel like there's some value in the content I'm producing. However, I feel like for people that think it's overused, I can understand why, potentially, but also... If we stop those kind of posts, we just carry on going back into... It's a way of, like, raising awareness. I mean, people love it when they see... I've seen the Gymshark athletes. If they do a picture of them versus when they're bloated or things like that, people love it. Like, you see people commenting saying, thank you. Yeah. And I even get people on mine saying, thank you for being realistic. Yeah, yeah. Like, people say, you're their favourite account because... That you you're post literally something. what you are. Like you post you're when you're drunk or you post when you're... Yeah, exactly. And I'd rather show people the side of me that is real than paint this fake image of what you yeah, could be. Yeah, because I know there's so many accounts I follow that like they're doing really well and things like that, but they don't show any of their outside life, like what they get up to yeah. or what they eat. Or... Yeah, so you don't actually know how real... No. It is. The whole thing can literally be Made fake. Up. Yeah, yeah. And that's so true because, like you say, the whole Instagram versus reality thing. Um, again, something we've mentioned her before, but Chessie King does a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, My Better Self. There's a few accounts on Instagram that are very big for that. And I don't think they should stop doing those. Because no. essentially, we need to get to a place. And maybe it's not that we need to keep those photos. But it's actually like, when will we let... Photos go on our Instagram feed that are real. So the ones where we've just got into a pool and someone's taken a picture, as opposed to it when we... It always makes you want to start an account, doesn't it? Yeah. For one... But this is... It's actually... YouTubers... If anyone watches Sid and Elle, Sid has an Instagram account. She's called, like, Sid for Real, I think. Yes. And, and she posts any that, images... Yeah. And there's a flu... Where few, she's just, yeah. like, falling over yeah. or something like yeah. that. And, and it's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. There's a few bloggers that have started to do that. So, yeah. 
Um, another podcast that I listen to all the time is Keeping It Candid, and Sophie Milner from that podcast um, is really, really funny, but she's a big blogger, fashion blogger. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, she she created, I can't remember specifically, but it was something like Real Sophie or something like that. Yeah. And every photo is absolutely hilarious, but it's photo that's within her photos that go on her proper account. Yeah. So, for example, she'll do a post that's like when she's got half of her jumper overhead and what she actually looks like before she's got the jumper on. Yeah. And those kind of things are so refreshing. But it scares me in some respects that we have to go that That's far. That's what I was literally about to say. Yeah. Why do we have to have those pages To actually separate. create clarity on yeah. it. Because actually, we do it all the time. You know, we, we take photos of each other and, take and we'll be like, no, no, look fat, no. Look gross. But why? Yeah. But why? And it's only now, really, that I'm getting to a point where... And, I mean, we, we even took... I mean, this will be out by now, but we took earlier some photos for this podcast. Because, yeah. But at this point of me recording, I am just in the stages of recording content and it's not actually anywhere at the moment. Yeah. It will be by the time you're listening. <laughs> but I wanted a photo to go with the fact that I'm going to tell everyone that I've started a podcast, that's my main project now and that's where I'll be moving over to and that kind of thing. And obviously to see if anyone's interested in listening because, I mean, we've got to self-promote some way. Um, (laughs) But um, even when we were taking that, I was like, how do I make it look too natural? How do I make it look like this is real? And it's like, those words are so crazy. And it got to the point where we actually took some and you was like, just do whatever and we'll capture it, and we'll yeah. see what it's like. And then we ended up liking a few where I was actually smiling. Natural ones, And yeah. there's a point where you go, that's me in a photo. Yeah. And it's like, when are we actually all going to just embrace they, those that moments yeah. of, that's me in a photo? That's the thing, like, for instance, with what I was just saying about Sid, her main account's probably got, like, 60,000 followers. Yeah. The real one has about 5,000. Yeah. And obviously it's people... I'd say people value that more yeah. because people find yes. it Yes, you know the following endearing, but is more valuable, but... But it literally doesn't do as well. But some like, people but people will always be gratified it by... It seems a bit mad, doesn't it? By perfection, that idea of perfection. But, like, we're literally never going to... But we're never going to get it. It's the point. But it's what we're gratified by. It's And that is Literally having these conversations, I'm just like... Like what blows your the mind. hell are we doing? Yeah, like yeah. why are we? And so many people are impacted by it. And uh, so that kind of covers us on that whole topic, but it definitely does make me wonder. And I know if, I know we've mentioned Chessie King, but mm-hmm. I know she as well is getting to a point where she just doesn't do the Instagram versus reality and she just posts the reality. Yeah. So even today, which will have been potentially months ago <laughs> now, but she posted a picture with her partner mm-hmm. and she's kind of like just trapped with her head like under his arm while he's reading a book. Essentially, she knows that's not the most photogenic picture of her. Yeah. But it's a great picture because it's them two in a moment. And that's so it. So you spend 10 minutes trying to get this decent photo. Yeah. You're not actually capturing a moment, are no, you? You're literally never. making it never. up. Like, no. It's all fake. Yeah. And again, adding to that, the, the idea that do we know when people have edited their photos you literally can't we, can't, we literally can't there's tell no way of telling no obviously if it's obvious yes yeah. you can but there are ways of doing it without without and that's scary in itself but again it's something that 
when you are on Instagram and you have your own blog, you become quite aware to it. Yeah. But if it again taking myself out of that situation <laughs> as someone who just starts on Instagram, mm. would it help me or would it make me feel shit? Probably make me feel shit because you just don't actually know. You don't know, and again that adds to that pressure. That obviously we know Instagram does create an unrealistic representation of everyday life. It just mm. does. However, it's getting too much to the point where you feel like you're not worthy enough if you haven't got a filter on, yeah. which is fake. It's essentially even, fake. Even if I go on Snapchat, for instance, to send someone a photo, I would generally yes. put a filter on because yes. I'll take a photo and I'm like, oh, That's skin not looks enough. bad. Yeah. yeah. If you put a filter on, skin looks perfect. But then so. essentially we're self-sabotaging ourselves yeah. because we then got into a situation where potentially... We've been talking to a guy yeah. for six months. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. You know what I mean? Hypothetical. On Snapchat, maybe. I mean, I don't have Snapchat anymore because I deleted it for that reason. That yeah. I felt not worthy when I didn't have a filter. However, say you've been speaking to someone for however many months and you finally decide to meet. And I know this is something you say about as what, well. worrying about not looking like... And you worry about... Yeah. Okay, I'm actually meeting this person. I've created this image... And I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing because I think we all do it without knowing. Yeah. But we've created how we want to look for the last six months. Now we've got to meet them. And they've got to see us from one angle, from another angle. I think it'd be interesting to, like, say when I post a selfie, I'd probably take 30. Yeah. It would be an interesting challenge for everyone to just post the first one you take. Take. And that be it. Yeah. And actually see... What happens? How, yeah, what happens and how different it is and how the engagement is. And actually, is it in all ha- in our heads? Yeah. Do we think we're worse? Because I know so many of the times when we have conversations, I'll yeah. say, I hate this. And you'll be like, no, I no, like that. Like it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's the thing. Half the photos you look at and say, oh, I look disgusting. People are like, no, I actually like, yeah. I love that photo. Yeah. But so then that's the pressure that comes from social media. see things differently. Yeah. But I think you're just your worst enemy yeah. most of the time. Yeah, it's just... It's such an interesting one because it is becoming aware of things. So, should we have a little look at some of... I feel like we've covered quite a lot so far. So, let's have a little look at what people sent in about how they feel about Instagram... Well, no, social media. Yeah. Adding to an unrealistic representation. So, um, So, one of the people says, I feel like everyone works out all of the time and I'm lucky if I can get to the gym three times a week and that makes me feel pretty crap. That's a good amount for one. For one... You shouldn't be made to feel like that. You shouldn't be made to. That's so annoying because realistically, if you even get to the gym once a week... In in a normal lifestyle, you don't have time to work out all the time. Because actually, realistically, what... There's like a... There is like an NHS, like an actual advised amount of working yeah. out and it's not a lot it is no. really not a lot so three times a week is actually amazing. impressive yeah. yeah and it's sad that someone feels like because That's they go enough. on instagram mm-hmm. um they don't and also i think it's putting it into perspective because if you think of like the biggest instagram fitness influencers how much i'm not saying they have a lot of time on their hands but if their job yeah, more than if their job is do fitness influencer then they have to make that time to go to the gym yeah. all the time life gets complicated you don't always have that time that they well, have it's like we said when 
all these fitness influencers when you watch their vlogs and they go on holiday they, they all work out. work out on holiday again which for me i yeah. do not do no, it's my worst nightmare because you literally just need like you say it's seven days for instance out of 365 yeah. that but, you're in a different place to enjoy it and and just to take and it my in. idea is not to be working, working out, out. <laughs> and i think that's interesting as well because that's not to say that we don't enjoy working out and no, working out is not. a chore however there is also such thing as your body needing a rest yeah especially when so there's extremes there's there's obviously the idea that you do light exercise three times four times a week however many times you wish then there's also like me and you who basically weight train which is strenuous on our body yeah so actually going away for a week and not working out is actually repaying our body our body will be very happy with yeah, us definitely. and it's so mad that we've become to a place where it's Instagram primarily, but it's making us feel like that's not good enough. But I even remember, you know, having a PT towards the start of my fitness journey. And he basically was like, after I'd done my first kind of block mm-hmm. of sessions, he was like, right, take a week to recover now. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> and he was like, just, just do it. Because your body's gone through quite a lot in this mm-hmm. first month. So it's, it's again, taking advice from the right people and becoming mm-hmm. aware before you consume stuff and I guess seeking advice isn't it because yeah definitely going back to that conversation going back to the mm-hmm. what she mentioned um three times a week is, is it bloody like good. really good amount like yeah. you shouldn't feel bad and maybe it's time to ste- take a step back if that's how it's making you feel and filter who you follow yeah definitely if you follow fitness influencers they they have the time to it's go six times a week yeah and actually six times a week is a lot is excessive yeah yeah so um it's 90 percent highlight reel only happy or prepared moments are shown never at their worst which is again something we've touched on but about the sweating and things like that you always put the best version of yourself on Mm -hmm. and i think that's applicable in anything not just having a blog online your own one you don't put a picture of you you know that is one thing I've tried to do. So I will actually share when I'm having a meltdown. But then that's the purpose of my blog. Okay, yeah. It's it's to show those moments of it because it's very mental health orientated. But it's very true that, you know, if you go through my feed, the amount of happiness you'll see over down moments and, you know, there is a fear to... Sh- to share yourself being too honest i guess because mm-hmm. it makes you vulnerable arguably but people appreciate what... you being real yeah. though for it yeah but it is hard to find that it's hard to find and i don't think it's necessarily always bad, inte- bad intended it just no. happens i think but he's right that it's hard to feel like it's real life when someone looks like they've been happy for 365 days yeah do you know what i mean so um another one it allows people to only post the positives making real life seem unattainable again it's the same sort of thing i feel like this is the general gist of how everyone feels but it's that idea that it contributes to you not feeling like you're good enough because you're not doing as much as what others are showcasing i guess yeah definitely um because you can put on a front Yes. Instagram. Yeah. I know I've posted photos and things at times where I've been I've I felt been, terrible. Yeah, I felt absolutely awful, but I thought I need to do it or 
And if you think of, like, some of our favourite influencers. Yeah. And some people don't like using the word influencers, but essentially, if you've grown an account, you have an You're influence. You're influencer, yeah. Um, but they've gone through breakups, which we haven't known about until they've shared it. Yeah, I told you, yeah. But the reality is, months, weeks, leading up to that, they've probably been very unhappy. Yeah, but you have no but idea. we have no idea. And again... I think people forget that because you're on Instagram, that you do still have feelings. Yes. A lot of people why would think... You, why would you want to share that? You you're wouldn't. in your own little yeah. bubble, and they think that what... Sometimes they write nasty comments and things, and I think they think you won't see yes. it. Or it's like, no, it does still do... affect these people. Even the biggest influencers yeah. still get affected. And that still actually is very in line with what we're chatting about, because... That adds to it as well, the pressure yeah. from other people. You know, when people say to me, how are you all so confident? How are you so this? How are you that? And I'm thinking, I'm, hu- I'm, I'm human, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. But it all adds up. Um, so another one, Sally, who I've followed for absolutely ages, um, says, only if you let it, it depends on who you choose to follow. Again, so so valid like because... Yours, yeah. um, if you feel like you have to unfollow people, do it. Do it. Don't regret it. Just have have yourself a little... Get Netflix on. Get yourself a cup of tea and just have a little unfollowing spree. I've done it. I might actually do that later. Do it. <laughs> Honestly, it feels good. It feels good to know that... It's not that you are being like, right, unfollow you, unfollow you, but there's something nice about taking control of how you feel. Yeah, definitely. And it's important. It's part of self-care. It's part of self-love. Like doing that kind of thing um we've got some more as well um my stomach if if this mic picks up how hungry we are right I'm now starving. we're about to have lunch but we're just finishing this off we actually got cooked pasta well we might should we get something quicker i've got jacket potato. oh you're having jacket potato we've gone off a tangent let's <laughs> get back let's get back <laughs> um right let's go through some of these and then we'll wrap it up oh, um <laughs> again to be honest they all have exactly the same theme yeah um, so let's go on to this, act- so I actually got someone message me with a bit more detail, so I think it's so important to raise awareness on this, you always see happy, healthy people and they're rarely injured or not vocal about mm-hmm. it, so whenever you're injured makes you feel like there's something wrong with you and your body is shit for not cooperating, so I get, I mean, this is similar to a girl that we mentioned in, earlier, yeah. earlier in another podcast, but it's that idea of life is not easy, things happen, complications happen, but again, it's that not being able to reach what other people are doing. So that's something I can relate to when, at the start of the year, so at the start of the year, I had a lot of problems, this mic is definitely going to be able to pick up how much my stomach's rumbling right now, <laughs> um, I had a lot of problems with bloating, so yeah. I went through about three months of being bloated, having whole range of different things around that which got me to the point of obviously needing to go to the doctors and figure out what was wrong with me I was finding I had pain in the bottom like sort of the lower of my stomach and when I went to work out for a while it increased that pain so naturally my instinct says you shouldn't work out don't do it yeah I went through three months of like things and every like everything's obviously of course fine because I'm talking about all this. Yeah. But 
when I saw everyone else doing it, I felt really low. I would even say to the point where I got to a point of depression through having that time off because I felt like a failure. I felt like... I felt like, what is wrong with me? Definitely picked up that wrong word. (laughs) But I, I genuinely felt like I wasn't as good as anyone else because all of a sudden I'm looking after my health and that's not good enough, which essentially is what you're doing. Yeah, well, literally it was... Last week I hurt my leg, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. And I literally I was I couldn't do my legs. I hadn't trained legs in two weeks because I'd been on holiday, and then I had to take another five six days off. Yeah. And I was kicking myself because I was just like I but really in... want to, and I was like going on Instagram seeing everyone doing all these leg things, making like, more. I can't do it. <laughs> but in hindsight, is it a big deal? No. No. But I you know that's... that one day you'll be back to yeah. normal. But, but then that's. That's the unrealistic representation that Instagram actually creates. So I hope that was helpful. I feel like we've kind of gone on... We've covered everything we was... We always end up going on a bit of a we do tangent, don't we? But our stomachs are ready for Stumbling. food now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really hope this has covered everything. And I really hope it helps in some way. And even if you're just someone that is really struggling with how unrealistic it is and how unattainable it feels then just some tips on how to sort of step back and put everything into perspective. And just consider what is real yeah. and what isn't. Yeah, be aware, really, isn't it? Because you can't change I think everything. With dieting is the major thing. Yeah. And just don't go by every photo they post. No. Because they're wearing makeup, yeah. their hair is done, yeah. Yeah. they're fake tanned. It's, it's constructed. Every yeah. post is constructed. So instead of looking to that for your advice on potentially anything yeah go to the experts they're there for a reason doctors are there for a reason nutritionalists are there for a reason pts pts are there for a reason anything you know go to them maybe instead of social media i would say but yes that rounds us up thank you again for joining me um who knows we might have more podcasts in the future but um (laughs) we've we've done a few now haven't we so um yeah it's really great having you on um and you've again got a cold, so you've treated <laughs> on. Um, yeah, so Literally I really hope everyone's enjoyed nose. this. Um, please subscribe if you liked this episode and you'd like to see what's next to come. Thank you again for listening, um, and I will see you next time. Bye.